This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great, because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Is there? How the devil are you? Welcome along. It is Monday. It is seven o'clock. It can only mean one thing. We've messed the schedules up again. <laughs> we're doing the Women's World Cup at nine. No, we're not. We're doing the Women's Euros at nine. Yeah, this heat. It, I'm old and the heat gets to me. I'm not going to deny it. And we'll be back at nine o'clock to cover uh, Italy, Belgium tonight. But this is the World Cup in Qatar. And if it's as hot as this, my God, I feel sorry for the players. I really do. Uh, I said this should be fitter than, than me at 61. And a, is it 61? Is that is that round my waist or is that my age? Probably both, to be honest with you. Um, this is Lester Till I Die TV. Please do one thing. Please support the um, companies that support us. Leicester lead again. The goals are flowing here now. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Hey, 
read. All the details are in the description below on YouTube, um, including sort of any codes you might need for the discount as well. And if you can do that while you're on the channel, please do subscribe, Let's Little I Die TV. Thank you for lending me your eyes and watching me. And if you are listening to this on Catch Up on the podcast, thank you for lending me your ears. Well, he went away. He went away, ladies, uh, and he's come back and he's no longer available. So just back away from the screen, sit down, don't slaver now because it is spoken for. He's back and we're just seeing so much of him. And we're going to say hello to Doug. Good evening, Doug. How are you? Good evening, Chris. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I am well. I'm I'm hot. I'm drinking so much, and I'm going to the toilet so much because I'm upset of a certain age. I might as well just do every. You know, I might as well do this show from the toilet and cut out the middleman. You know, just sit there, <laughs> go in one end and come out the other. Because that's how I'm feeling at the moment. But, yeah, uh, it's but pretty warm. Out. It's pretty warm. It is just indeed. Like I said, I think we're all we're all, like, all sympathising with all the uh, international players <laughs> come November, December. Um, it is uh, it, it it is warm indeed. Um, welcome back. Um, you should be used to this heat. Thank you've you. Been away in roads, um, but just remind people because obviously you, you you're a regular convert contributor so your details are in the youtube description below uh but just tell people where and how they can find you yeah you can find me on youtube at the other dugout football channel sporadically getting back into things there will be more content coming on the channel so remember to hit that subscribe button and remember to hit that notifications bell because as i keep saying every week youtube don't like notifications no, they don't. No, and smash the likes as well if you're on any of his shows because that always helps with the algorithms. I believe. Definitely. I don't, I don't even know if that's the right word to be honest with you, but it sounds it sounds good, so I'll stick with it. You know, uh, 124 days till the World Cup kicks off. It's getting mm. close, isn't it? It is getting close. It's getting very, very close. Um, and it's not long until the Premier League season starts either. That's 20 days away. I think it's oh, 19 wow. for a lot, 18 for Arsenal. It's 20 for Leicester, and we have yet to make a signing. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know. I'm, not, I'm not worried or anything, but, you know, we, we, we've, we, lost, we lost our um, recruitment director or head of recruitment, whatever title he's got, to Atlanta. And in fairness... Mm-hmm. I think I'd sooner work in Atlanta than in Leicester. So give, him, give him his due. Uh, and then we went and got somebody from Southampton who isn't joining mm. us until the window's shut, although they've already got their replacement in. I mean, by God, whoever was on the uh, on, on the negotiating panel there, they saw you coming, buddy, I'll tell you. But, uh, <laughs> but it, is, it is the World Cup we are talking about. And you have been a, a very well-fitted. Um, had somebody standing for you in the likes of Dan. He's done a wonderful job for a few weeks, but um, you're back in the hot seat. So you uh, hopefully have done your homework. And we will go through um, Group G, which we are now at. Only group, or this and next week to go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gone really, really quickly, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. It has. Um, the key dates there, just to remind everybody, 6th of August, the Premier League starts, like I say, very close now. Uh, 12 to 13, the final round of Premier League matches. Uh, the 21st of November, the World Cup starts. December the 2nd, the final set of group stage matches. 3 to 6, December, round of 16. We can see the dates there. I mean, what amazes me, and I just wanted to touch on this. I mean, you know, I I'm obviously follow Leicester. You obviously follow Liverpool, as you can see from, from your top. Um, but the Premier League restarts on the 26th of December for the Premier League clubs. But yeah. for the likes of the Championship clubs, their season restarts. I think we might even still be at the quarterfinal stage. Now, I don't I believe... think that's particularly fair. I believe that is the case. I think it's the mm. Championship League One and League Two. I think they all be begin again on I think it's, it's that weekend. I think the ninth and tenth of the yeah. of December. Um, look, obviously, I, I know that you know there's obviously a lot of fixture clashes as well. Obviously, mm. you know the I think the Champions League is very early this this year. That yeah, it's in yeah. September. 
So it's, oh, we're not worried it's, about that. We're not. You know, not <laughs> that's only we'd have to worry about Europe this season. But thank maybe, you for maybe maybe me. being a maybe being a season out of Europe might help Leicester. I think it will, to be honest with you, especially if we make no sign-ins. But no, I just think it's wrong. I mean, League One and League Two, I would kind of get because you're not really going to get many international players playing at that sort of level. But when you look at some of the African clubs, and certainly when you look at the likes of Wales. They've got players in that will have or be sourced from championship clubs. So they're being asked Mm to, um, I suppose Wales is the obvious one, but they're being asked to start their season while half the players are possibly still away, um, you know, in in the Middle East. I know. Whoever thought of that deserves to be sacked. I'm sorry. Um, There is no common sense of that at all. Well, when did football and common sense ever go together? Yeah, very true. <laughs> you know. Hello, James, James. Good evening. How the devil are you? Um, he's about half dead in this heat. Well, you see, this is it. You see, in Merseyside, you know that big yellow thing in the sky, James, is called the sun. <laughs> in case you wondering what it was, I mean, I lived up in the northwest. I didn't see it that often. I told you, he's going <laughs> to kill me. Uh, <laughs> And these are the, um, the the winners this century, Brazil, Italy, Spain, Germany, France, which when you look at it, it's a bit like we were talking Scottish football before the um, we kicked off. But at the start of the season, you pretty much know it's going to be Rangers and Celtic one and two or two and one, whichever way it works out. There, you again, you could have predicted those five teams winning it, couldn't you? You could easily do it, yes. Um, but I think... I think the thing is that looking at that, a European country's won the last five World Cups. So yeah. Yeah. Um, you'd have to say that one of the Europeans will probably be, be favourites for sure. But we shall see. We shall see. We shall indeed. We shall indeed. Um, and this is how many titles everybody has won since it was introduced. Um, Brazil obviously top, and ourselves joint bottom with Spain, but uh, I can't see Scotland on there. Can you, Doug? No, no, I'm, I'm looking, but I can't see them. <laughs> Maybe they're uh, on... It's all, it's, all, it's, all, uh, it's, all, it's all it's all banter at the, the end of the day, but I do know I do know from memory that Uruguay won the first ever World Cup they in 1930, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. And before you say anything, no, I wasn't there. <laughs> that was going. Um, oh, I've missed. I've missed this Scottish fan to why you've been away. You know, it's not. Very... <laughs> maybe, maybe they're not on there because they're on Delamitri's tra- uh, plane home, possibly. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, oh sorry, sorry. I, I, I promise no more for a couple of minutes. So we're going to be looking at G because they're all finished now. We've had all the playoffs, etc. And we're going to be looking at Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. So let us go into here. So Group G, that we say. And there we go, just to confirm, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. So we're going to start, obviously, with Brazil. Um, And let's have a look at Brazil, Doug. Um, Number one in the FIFA ranking. Um, Obviously, South America region. Qualified back in November by being top four in, in their group. They've appeared in every single World Cup there's been. And, of course, they've won it five times. And as we saw, um, the last one, 2002, got to be one of the favourites again, haven't they? A hundred percent. Every time every time I've watched this Brazil side recently, they, they really look like the, 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 the real deal. Um, I mean, the majority of their players obviously play in, you know, um, Europe as well. Yeah. But yeah. one thing I think is, has to be said as well is that, this is a big World Cup for Neymar. I think mm. he has to step up because everybody said that the best thing to come out of Brazil since Pele was Neymar. Well, I'm not so sure about that, but Ronaldo yeah. did it in 2002. He stepped up to the, the, the plate. We all remember in 1988 when he, was, um, when he was very badly injured. I think it was the semi-finals. Yes, and he did play in the final, unfortunately, and uh, didn't do very, very well. So, I think Brazil this time around 
I think the fact that they know that they've not won it in 20 years, I think they're one of the favourites for me. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people say that, um, you know, it's going to benefit the the South Americans, maybe the African kids, because it's so hot. But as you said, most of them are used to playing in European-type weather, which, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the same as sort of most of the England team. I mean, I mean, we've we've got a fair few Brazilians at, um, at Liverpool, obviously Alisson, Fabinho, yeah. uh, Roberto Firmino um, uh, as well. So I am very, very looking forward to seeing what this Brazil team can do. Um, and the, uh, the, you know what? The fact that they've actually been drawn with Serbia yet again mm, and Switzerland, yeah. they always seem to get those two in World Cup groups. I always remember when whenever you see Brazil... They always seem to have Switzerland or Serbia in their World Cup groups, and it's happened again. Yes, yeah. It, it, it's strange to think, you know, when, when you when you said it just then, and it it hit me. It's like when you say twenty years since Brazil have won it. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't, you know, it doesn't seem real that you know. But you you did say about Neymar standing up, uh, stepping up. Sorry, I mean Messi. Uh, he's got to yeah. this, this World Cup as well because it's his. Well, certainly, I don't know about name, but it's certainly going to be Messi's last one, surely. Yeah, I would. I would think if if you look, you look at the players that are actually at the World Cup, and obviously, I know we'll do obviously Portugal next next week, but yeah. Ronaldo, he needs a big World Cup um, for for Portugal because it'll probably be his last one. Yes, I think Messi. I think this will be Messi's last World Cup as yeah. well. Neymar is still at that stage where he's not quite in the prime yet. Mm. But I do think he will have to step up. I think he's shown glimpses. He has shown glimpses of of what he can do at, at World Cups, but um, not quite had the finished. He's not quite the finished article yet. So I'm looking mm. forward to seeing what he can do at, the, at this World Cup. And it must. Have, the funny thing is, and I suppose this is because of the the generations of the players. But as I'm looking at it here, when they've when they've done well, Brazil, it's been in clumps. So sort of 50, 1958 to 1976, apart from um, 66, they never came below fourth place and won it three times. Um, mm-hmm. 80, 1994 to 2016, they've always made the at least the quarterfinals. They've been champions twice and fourth place once. So, yeah. yeah. Once they start, you're thinking, oh, God, that's going to be another three or four years that they're going to be doing well. But- I know, I know, definitely. And I think I think the one thing as well that everybody remembers the 7-1 defeat to Germany. That um, was going to be my very next question. That is scary. Were you reading my notes or something? That was my no, 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 not no. at all. I was going to say, how, which, which finals was that? It was in Brazil, funnily enough, 2014. It was, of course, it was. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's the last. That's not the last one. The one before. Yeah, uh, Ru- Russia. I think Russia was twenty eighteen. Um, yes, was the was the right, very yeah. last one. But yeah, yeah. I. It's quite scary to actually remember a, a Brazil side looking so so poor, but that that Germany side just destroyed Brazil then. So. I think this Brazil team is much, much better. Defensively, they're, they're, they're much, much sounder. Midfield yeah. is going to be very, very key um, as well. And I think up front, they they look very, very good. Probably right up there to be probably one of the favourites for, for me. Yeah. I think Big Phil was in charge of them when they got beat 7-1, wasn't he? Uh, I think he was, yes. Yeah. I think he was. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I'm, it keeps popping up every now and again. I say those of people that sort of follow me and know me know that I I've got the attention span of a of a goldfish. So I I do like YouTube, which gives you like quick 10, 10 minute lot of clips of history and past events and what have you. And I do enjoy watching Brazil one Germany seven. I'm gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, just to see the Brazilians crying. It did. It does make me feel a little bit better. And I know. It, I know it's horrible, but uh, but I but I do. Uh, but I, I think the, I think we introduced this while you were away. I don't think we did this before when you were here, uh, Doug. But we go. We have a look at ninety uh, minutecom Bit tongue in cheek, as you will see as we go through it. But they give their lowdown on the thirty two teams and where they think sort of each one could possibly come. So with Brazil, 
Um, they have got them as, as possibly finishing third. Um, it, their strength is it's in Brazil's DNA to win this competition. Uh, weakness, the possibility of Neymar attending a birthday party during the knockouts. Yeah. <laughs> I love this one. This is why I love this. Um, Richarlison is a good player, but it is funny that the most decorated team in international football starts an Everton player up front. Sorry, James, that's not me. I, I never said that, James. That was 90minute.com. Complain to them. But anyway, the Selikov will one of the strong have one of the strongest cores possible, and that should help free their attackers to do their thing. Um, yes. Yeah, you say I can't see them not being not being in the semi-finals at minimum. I would agree with you. I would yeah. absolutely agree with you. And uh, potentially Argentina Brazil semi-final. Yes. Yeah. Could well that would be interesting. Yep. That uh, would be amazing yeah. to watch. Yeah. 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 They always are, and you know, it's like in England, Germany, isn't it? Really, mm. uh, James says, I get why people say Brazil are the favorites, but I cannot ignore the likes of Germany and France who are in for a shout. They, they, they are, they certainly are. Um, France, I think that France are holders, are they not? Um, they certainly are, yeah. So, let's have a look at Serbia now. As you said, they, they do like they do like playing Brazil in the World Cup, don't they? Yeah, they do. They certainly do. Excuse me. Sorry, I just... um, That was a pint in about two seconds ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's orange juice, and I've just been diagnosed um, with diabetes type B, and I'm not supposed to drink orange juice, because of all things, it's got loads of sugar in, and I'm like, but it's fruit. (laughs) Yeah. So I am just trying to make work my way through what I've got in the fridge, which is a lot. So before uh, I can't throw it away. Anyway, let's have a look (laughs) at Serbia. um, Shall we? And we'll see what, uh, what their information is. Um, 25th in the world ranking at FIFA. Obviously Europe qualified by again, back in November. I come in first in group A Four of 22 appearances they've been in the World Cup. Obviously, never won it. And, you know, the, they obviously were appearing before that, probably as you, as, you know, when, when Yugoslavia was uh, was whole, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, you need Gareth Southgate because he can make them whole again. Hey. <laughs> I tell you what, they may not be good, but they are quick. Come on, <laughs> give me that. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that I like that one yeah I like that one that wasn't bad that wasn't bad um yeah your thoughts on Serbia Doug I think you have to give them credit for beating uh, Portugal to uh, first place in their group I mean mm. that 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 group was quite uh, interesting anyway that that group actually had Serbia Portugal Republic of Ireland in there as well so for them to come top of that group has to be said it was very very impressive. Mitrovic is going to be the, the, the main one. I think um, his goals are going to be very, very important mm. as well. Obviously, they've got Luka Jovic as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, at least at least I can say that, you know, they weren't at the last Euros because Scotland beat them in the uh, the final uh, to get there. So uh, at, least, at least I can be happy about that. But I have to say this Serbia side are very, very dangerous on their day. Um, loads of players have played, uh, obviously, in Eastern Europe. Um, Milinkovic Savic, I think, is another one to to look out for. The Lazio player has been linked constantly from Man- for, Man- for uh, Manchester United. I think he's been linked constantly with Arsenal as well. So, yeah, I've... I think they've got a good chance, Serbia. I think I think it's definitely between them and Switzerland for that second place, in my opinion. Yes, I wouldn't argue with that. I'm just actually looking. Funny you mentioned that because before, like I did say, before they were Serbia, they were part of the uh, well, the Yugoslavia basically. And if you go back to, let me just get it back up here, um, back to 1998, their kit looks very Scottish. It does. Yeah, Yugoslavia always played uh, blue top, white shorts, red socks, which of course Scotland do. But it was it was a darker blue, and it does look, look maybe that maybe there was Scotland in disguise that season. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they would hope not. Uh, I mean, they've they've not got past 
the group stages for a while. Um, mm. Just bring it back up here. Yeah. Um, and when um, what's the Europeans? They've not got a great record in the Europeans either. Um, they group stage last time. Um, didn't qualify the time before that. Um, group stage in 2010. In 2006, again, group stage, but then it was Serbia and Montenegro. Um, yeah. And then the round of 16 before that, when it was the former Republic of Yugoslavia or Federal Republic of Yugoslavia, whatever it was called. Maybe maybe, maybe one day they'll decide on what name they want to call themselves. <laughs> but that's that's uh, true. That's very true. That is, uh, at least they're not a blood limp. At least they haven't got two names anymore. They managed to dump that. Um, imagine getting that that's on, true. Your, on your shirts. It cost you a fortune. So <laughs> let's see what um, let's see what 90minute.com have to say. They've got them as 14th. Um, Serbia, the strength, Mitro was on fire. Um, weakness, football's played on land. Um, and then to the tune of Gala's Freed from Desire, which I don't know what it is, you've, you've got all the Nars there. I don't know if you've any idea what that is, Doug, because I don't. Not a clue. Not a clue. I, I thought maybe it was a youngster song, and maybe that's why I didn't realise it, you know, because... Uh, after my sort of after my time, if you like, but anyway, it, may, it must make sense to the guy that wrote it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it actually sounds it actually sounds like the um, what's his name? There was a there was a Northern Irish player. Was it Will Greg? Oh, that was the on fire bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I wonder that. if that. I wonder if that's the same uh, ah. song. Mitra's on fire. Hmm. Yeah, it must. Yeah. It must be. Yeah, uh, I will. I, I, to be honest with you, I kept thinking like I'll check this before we go live, and I never got round to it. So you, you can avoid. You at least you have to put up with me singing it. <laughs> Switzerland. Now they always seem to be there, but then they always seem mm -hmm. to disappear, don't they? <laughs> the, they, they you've had that. You've hit that really well in the head there. They mm. always seem to scrape through to the round of 16 or um, last day. Always happens with like European, uh, the Euros as well. Always seem to do it as well. Um, I think the Switzerland side um, is a very, very up-and-coming young team. I think, they're, I think they might do well. I'm just having a look. Let's have a look what um, their details are. Um, 14th ranked in the world, so they're not, you know, not to be taken lightly in fairness to them. Um, obviously from Europe, qualified back in November as first in Group C again. And they've been, again, they've been to sort of <laughs> over half the World Cups. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Never having won it, of course. No, no, def definitely not. Uh, definitely not winning. But uh, as you say, they're always there or thereabouts, and uh, I, I think I think they could well be there or thereabouts again. They're they're actually a very very good side to to play against. Um, our um, Switzerland. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. Um, a lot lot of, lot of good young players coming through the Switzerland ranks for sure. Anybody we should be looking out for? Brio Embolo. Right. Who has no? He was a Bruce mentioned glad back, but right. now he has moved to somewhere in France, and I'm thinking it's maybe Monaco. I could be completely wrong about that, but uh, and Bolo, good move for him because it's um, well, I say it's a good move for him, mm. um, but yeah, he, he's one to look out for, obviously. Jordan Shakiri is another one to, to watch course, out for yeah. as well. He's he's yeah. a crack at me player. Is, yes. uh, is Shakiri. Um Jan Sommer, the goalkeeper for um Switzerland to look out for as well. So I think they'll 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 do all right. And as I said earlier, I do think it is between them and Serbia for the um the second place. Yeah. As James says there, um Switzerland are also an improving team. Um Anthony uh pops in uh, as he always does with yourself, um, but you don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, they didn't actually qualify for a World Cup until 1996. That was their first. 
Mm-hmm. And then we had group stage, group stage, group stage, round of 16, quarterfinals. So in 2020, they actually got to the quarterfinals. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, how far do you see them going in this one? Um, if they manage to get through the group, like you say, obviously. If they manage to get through, well... I think it all depends who comes second and uh, sorry, who comes first in the um, Portugal Uruguay group. I yes. would say. Yes. Um, I think it all determine them. But be tough, though, I they? think round of sixteen is probably the the furthest that they can get. I think. Yes. Yeah. Well, can I just say before I bring you on to what ninety minute dot com have had to say? I, I this isn't me. This is ninety minute dot com. Uh, they've got them a 16th, and their strength, their flag is a big plus. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Even I groaned. And it says, then weakness, you're not getting a weakness until you laugh at my joke. Um, Switzerland are ranked 16th because they're the most round of 16 team ever, <laughs> which is basically what we were both saying, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know why I still laugh at that joke because every World Cup or every football game that Sweden's in, that joke gets peddled out. Not the time by me, I won't deny it, but um, (laughs) (laughs) there we go. Okay, so the last one, as we come up to it, is Cameroon. Um, Now, I mean, we can all remember Roger Miller, can't we? No, we? well, from <laughs> YouTube, definitely for me. Uh, I was a little bit too young to watch Roger oh, Miller, unfortunately. For God's sake, here we go. I feel old. I feel <laughs> old. Oh, thank you, dog. Come back, Dan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Roger Miller and the dancing with the flag. Um, are they making the numbers up in this group, do you think? <sighs> I. It's a tricky one with Cameroon. I mean, they had a very good AFCON. I remember watching them at AFCON, and uh, obviously they were, they were the hosts, of course. They were the, the hosts of um, AFCON, and yeah. I have to say that I was I was very impressed watching them. Um, to, I think they got to third in the in the AFCON. My only thing about worrying for them is their goalkeeping position. Right. Onana wasn't great. At the AFCON, I thought. I thought he was very, very flappy when going coming for uh, crossed balls um, yeah. as well. But obviously, they've got they've got some very good players. Obviously, Anguissa, who I think's now left Fulham, if, if, if my memory serves me correctly. So that's an interesting one. Uh, the the one to watch out for, and I'm glad I'm pronouncing this, Vincent Abubakar. Uh, ex Porto, easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah, ex ex Porto. Um, he, he's a very good striker. He, he was very good at uh, the, the Afcon um, as well. Also, look out for Tor- Toko Ikambi as well, who was very very impressive at the Afcon as well. Indeed. I mean, they actually qualified for the 1957 and 1959 World Cups, although they were part of France at the time. <laughs> then they're mm-hmm. not affiliated, and they don't enter. Their first, their first um, World Cup was 1970 when they got through to the group stage, and then 1970. Um, oh no, I'm looking at the African Cup of Nations there. I thought, what's that? Every two years for a World Cup, they're not brought that in yet. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> 1982. Uh, where were we? Sorry, 1982 was their first one where they were at the group stage. Uh, in Spain, uh, 1990, they got through to the quarterfinals, and I think that was the um, the Roger Miller finals because uh, mm-hmm. they 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 gave England a scare, and we got through from uh, a couple of Garolinica penalties. Uh, then this group, it's been the group stage since. To be honest with you, you didn't qualify last uh, the last ones in Russia. Uh, let's see what. Um, the FIFA have to say about them. So 37th in the world from Africa, qualified 29th of March, which I do have to remind people, if you did want to sort of, you know, make a note of it in your diary, it is my birthday. So a great day for them to qualify on. 29th of March, it's my birthday. Just just make a note of that. Uh, they came through the playoffs and they've been in eight of the 22 um, uh, finals. 
Um, again, not to be taken lightly, because like I said, they did come third in, in the AFCON, and, and as you said, they had a good one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I think they will prove a, uh, prove a very, very um, tough opponent, um, for sure. Uh, but I the only thing for me that really, really worries me, it's not the midfield, it's not the, the, it's not the uh, attack, it's the goalkeeper and the defence. Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't think, um, like it's Rigobert Song who's the manager now. Uh, is, you'll remember yeah. him. Yes. Remember yeah. him, uh, Liverpool, Liverpool player, um, uh, of course, many, many years ago. Um, so that's one thing to, to watch out for is who they decide to play in goal and who they decide to play in uh, defence. But midfield and attack could be very, very interesting. I think, I think they're going to have to probably score more to not concede more, if you get yeah. what I mean. I think they're going to have to score more goals to win games. I think that don't think they're the best defensively. No, you, you, you it's the Aussie Ardelis um, type of football, isn't it? <laughs> when he was at yes, t- again, you won't remember when he was at Tottenham, you're too bloody young, but when he was at Tottenham, he had like eight strikers on the books, and you know, his, his way of playing was well, if we concede four, we'll score five. <laughs> that was mm. uh, why they never won anything when he was manager. Uh, anyway, let's see what uh, 90minute.com have got to say. So, their strength is the Gaber song will be in the dugout, as you said there. Weakness is makes me laugh. Infamous Tottenham duo George Kevin in Kodo and Clinton and Jai will be on the pitch. Uh, sorry, Tottenham fans, if anybody are watching. And they do say, Do you reckon Samuel Etuto fans is coming after retirement for a few weeks? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't game. think so. No, I don't. But um, I don't. I can say it's hard to write them off when they, you know, come third in Afghan and all the African nations. Let's face it, are that are here have done well in Afghan, but they've they've got you know a lot of players that play in Europe, and they are developing nations. Hmm. Very much so. Very much so. Um, Samuel Eto'o, uh, just incidentally, is the president of the Cameroon FA. Is he? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. well, maybe he could come out of retirement then. Maybe. <laughs> you never maybe. know. See his name on the team sheet. Well, we'll panic. But, uh, right, those are the four teams that are in Group G. It's now that time when we ask you um, to... to Say who's going to go through and who's not. You've sprung a few prizes, surprises, sorry, in this, starting with Group A when you said Senegal will go through ahead of Netherlands. Yeah, I'm standing by it. I'm standing by it. Wow. Wow. Not that, you know, these are help here for everybody to see and come back to you. Um, mind you, I think if Scotland had been there, I think you'd have put Scotland top, wouldn't you? <laughs> but they're not. For some strange reason, no. uh, <laughs> and they certainly won't be on the plane coming home early because they've all been cancelled. The planes, haven't they? <laughs> B, you very kindly put England on top and Wales coming in second. I think I can't see the USA going any uh, Iran going anywhere, but I think USA might be a surprise package in that one. Um, they might be. They might yeah. be the, the the only the only reason I put USA third is I think that they'll probably focus on the next World Cup, because obviously that'll be the one that they're hosting. They're hosting, yes. Yeah. Um, and then in Group C, you went for Argentina, um, which I, I can't, you know, can't argue with you there. Uh, I think with a lot of these, in fairness, with the second and third, as with the, as with the women's Euros, it could go either way, couldn't it? I mean, you know, that's definitely you know, how tight. But I, we you know we both said, I think, at the time that we like Mexico. They always seem to go well, a bit like um, who, the, the, what we were just talking about. Seems to sort of uh, go so far and then stop, if you like, like, like Switzerland. Um, mm-hmm. Never quite get you know to the semis or anything. But that was Group C that you predicted. Um, and then you said Denmark would get above France. Again, another surprise that you pulled out there. Although I think that one was coming maybe from a drunken roads. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just... I, 
it's just the champions curse that's going to be over their heads and you know the last mm. time they, they were actually they actually won the world cup in 1998 they actually failed to qualify um, out of the group stage in 2002 so but i think this france side are too strong and i do think that it's definitely between them and denmark i think that i think denmark um Tunisia is an interesting one. I think they, they might they might uh, slip up against uh, Tunisia, uh, but I'd expect them to beat Australia. Yes, yeah. I mean, like with that one, I'd say you know the the one and two could be either way, but three and four definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then we went on to Group E, um, which uh, yeah, I'd I'd love this to be upside down this table. But I don't think it is. <laughs> you know, I think they've had their blitz that they have every now and again. But Germany, yeah, first, Spain second, Japan third, Costa Rica fourth. I don't think I could argue with you on that one. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, I, I, yeah, I am looking forward to the next one because uh, I have had a lot of stick for this one. Yes, I'm not surprised. I think I think I can't remember these out words Dan said. Um, Uzo, I think, was it was part of that. And again, the fact that you were were abroad, and maybe the heat had got to you. And I think that they were two of the more polite ones. Belgium top, Canada second. Oh my God, Morocco yeah. third. But it was Croatia fourth. It's the second and the fourth, I think, that sort of threw us all out. But you got to explain yeah. that one now. Then you know you went for it. You got to explain it. <laughs> I I just have a very very funny feeling that Canada are going to absolutely shock everyone. I've got a really really funny feeling that they're going to. They might, you know, I think they can beat Morocco, and I do think Croatia are one of the, are one of those. They 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 are they are very they are an improving side. They are a, quite a young a young side. Um, coming up, and they've got a few experienced heads in their in their team as well. But no, just something about but Canada, young side, very very hungry, very very determined. I've I've just got a feeling that we might see an upset there. Whatever you've had, I'll have a couple of pints of it, please. <laughs> <laughs> but let us have a look now, then, at Group G. Um, just get the page up. Um, now, I think I know where you're going to go with this one. Uh, I think you're going to go oh, Brazil yes. top. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Brazil Brazil will, will win this group. Yeah. Now, mm, I fancy Switzerland to be second, but I think you're going to go Serbia. No, I'm going to go Switzerland. You're going to go Switzerland. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go Switzerland. Okay. I, I just, I just have a feeling that it's that same thing as we've been saying that they, they always seem to make it through the round of sixteen. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Switzerland again. And I then presume that um, Serbia third. Serbia third, and then Cameroon fourth. Yeah, yeah, and I think that is. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the way I would have put it, to be honest with you. I did think you were going to go Serbia, but yeah, like you say, Switzerland always just seemed to get through, even if it's on sort of um, goal difference. Yeah, de definitely. Yeah. I think I think the one thing we've seen with this uh, with this World Cup, and especially, obviously, next week, that, that, that group next week is a group Ooh. of death. That yes. group next yeah. week is so difficult to predict that. Yes, yes. I mean, Ghana. Did they not win? Did they win Afcon? Uh, no, it was Senegal that won um, Afcon. But Ghana, actually, Ghana didn't have a very good um, Afcon. But the thing was, Ghana knocked out Nigeria to get to the World Cup. Ah, so wow. there you go. Yeah, there we go. Right. So um, this is going to be interesting. This time next week, guys. Put it in your diaries. Um, let me just get rid of these now. Um, I, I want to ask, leave this with it at the end. We, I mean, last week, if you saw it on the news, and I know you did because we spoke about it, Seth Blatter and Michelle Platini somehow not being found guilty of, um, you know, uh, <laughs> bunging. <laughs> <laughs> taking bribes basically to put it allegedly yeah. they've, been found, they've been found not guilty 
I've no idea how that happened, but if we if they say that the reason that it's actually gone to Qatar is not because that they got lots of brown envelopes with lots of money in it again allegedly, um, but the fact that they want to develop footballing countries, you know where where you know and and make the game you know be, you know all, available all over the world etc. So if that's the case, why do we have countries like Brazil, America, Mexico, Germany, France that have all hosted it more than once? Yeah, that's very that's like that's a very very good point. A very very good point. Um, I don't understand how those two got away um, with murder, basically. Um, yeah. Well, not murder, but. Obviously, no. <laughs> they, they got away. They got what away. They got of? away with it. <laughs> they got away with it. Um, yes. I mean, if if anybody said that Qatar wasn't um, corrupt, that the 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 World Cup given to Qatar was was not corrupt, then I'm sorry, but you're you're living in cloud cuckoo land. Um, but. I like I like what they're trying to do. Develop, you know, obviously football into these uh, into these mm. countries, but. I am very much looking forward to the next World Cup because yeah. that's obviously in USA, Mexico, and Canada. Yeah, and I do think that that will be a very good World Cup, and especially that one will be in the in the summer um, yeah. as well. Yeah, I just you know I get that with Japan and South Korea, and you know I mean I, you know when we went to South Africa, you know. And I think I, don't, I think I've told you this, but I, I, when I went there a few years ago, I did a tour of Johannesburg. They'd got the brand new stadium that they had built for the World Cup final, which mm-hmm. had been empty since because they didn't have any use for it, and it wasn't being used. It was covered in weeds, and literally next to it, you had um, the townships. You know, with all the little yeah giant buildings next to each other. So you know, the, 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 this sort of um, you know, it's it, what we, it's going to bring things to the to, to, to the country is is false as well. And I think with Qatar, you know, they built all these stadium at the cost of I don't know how many lives, and will they be used afterwards? But as I say, you know, you got to applaud the fact that they're spreading the word of football. But then, you know, Mexico, you know, they had it. Well, let's just I mean, let's have a look at Mexico. You know, they've I think this is the second. This might be the third time Mexico have had it. Um, they had mm. it in 1970, they had it in 1986, and they've got it next season. Or, or be and I get why the, it's multi country now because obviously the cost of hosting these events is so massive. Um, yeah. that I do, you know, if you're not going to go to an oil state, <laughs> it does make sense, <laughs> I guess. But you know, they three times it's been in Mexico. Now, yeah. you know, if you want to sort of spread it around, I'm sure there's other, you know, countries in that area that could probably host it. I mean, Brazil, one, I've hosted it two. Well, they've only hosted it twice. I thought they'd hosted it three times. They've hosted it twice. Argentina have done it a couple of times as well. Well, what about Bolivia? You know, what about yeah. Peru? Yeah, it doesn't, you know, because it's going to be South America, it doesn't have to be those countries, and that's what gets me. And as you can see, it's a little rant that I have every now and again. <laughs> so, uh, the, where you've got to question maybe the ethics of FIFA, although I'd like to I say, would agree. according to a Swiss court, nothing to question. Doug, thank you very much, young man. Uh, nice to have you back, um, if only to appreciate my jokes. Um, I will see you again at um, 7.45. Um, I certainly will. Yes, I'm looking forward to to watching some women's Euros for the first time with you. Yeah, stay online because I just want to have a quick word with you about it. But thanks very much. I'll see you then. Um, Just remind people, I say it is in the description below on YouTube, but just remind people where they can find you. Yeah, my YouTube is the Dugout Football channel. Uh, my Twitter handle is Arnold underscore 1982. Instagram is Douglas.horn. And I'm also on Facebook at Douglas James Horn. Brilliant. Thank you very much. See you in a bit. Take care. See you in a bit. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. 
Oops, and there I am, split across two screens. There we go. Let me, uh, it does improve my looks though, let's be honest. Um, thanks to Doug. Um, we will be back at 7.45 for the uh, women's, the last group games, Group D, to decide who will meet France uh, in the next round. Oh, sorry, who France and another will meet in the next round. Um, if you haven't subscribed yet to the channel, please do. Um, uh, it, it is much appreciated. My figures are all gone a little bit funny, so I don't know what's been happening with them. But uh, if, if you've unsubscribed, please consider subscribing back again. It does, it does help. Click the like button on the video. It does help the uh, algorithms uh, from YouTube. I will, I say, be back at 7.45 with the Scottish gentleman that was with us there, Doug. Make sure you check out his channels as well. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, oh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening if you have been doing it on the podcast. Thank you if you've been in the chat as well. It's a hot un. It's a hot un. Let's hope it cools down for later. We will see you then. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.